Welcome to WDW Radio Live. I am Lou Mangello, and this is the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, June 17th, 2015. I am here like I am every week at 7.30 p.m. Eastern right here at WW Radio Live to help you have the best possible vacation experience. I also want to try and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this live broadcast and my podcast and videos and live streams from the parks and books and audio tours and more. You can find everything that I do over at www.radio.com. want to thank and welcome everybody who is watching live on Ustream in the box and all of you who are also watching live in the mini box right here on Periscope as well. Um, been doing a lot of live streaming today, actually coming back from Alaska, getting back into the swing of things. And uh, I came from the frozen tundra of Alaska to the somewhat in name only frozen tundra of the Frozen Summer Fun event, which kicked off today at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I say it's in name only because they picked, as if it was on purpose, the hottest day, I think, ever in recorded history of planet Earth to have the uh, kickoff of the Frozen Summer Fun event. It didn't matter, though, because it was a uh, it was an absolute bet blast, and I think the word I would use to describe it all is just plain Fun, and we'll talk a lot. We'll talk a little bit. I'm going to talk to you guys who are watching here and here uh, in the box. Yeah, Olaf melted, feeling hot, hot, hot. You can use every sort of pun possible because uh, it was it was very, very, very hot today. But it was the first day of this uh, frozen summer fun event that's coming back in 2015. Now through I think about September 15th or so, there are some. Uh, return engagements. There are some things we lost along the way. Rest in peace, uh, ice skating rink. But uh, there is a lot going on. And for those of you who say that there may be too much frozen in the parks, I think there's a lot of people who were experiencing summer fun today who just might disagree with you. And it really kicked off with the frozen Royal Welcome Caravan Parade Extravaganza where uh, all the characters from Frozen uh, cavalcade down Hollywood Boulevard. There's the Royal Arendelle Flag Corps, the uh, skaters and skiers, and those poor ice cutters in that heavy fur and woolen mittens and hats and gloves. Man, it was a hot day. Those guys deserve a, uh, a little extra special bonus. But it was really nice. You know, there was an Anna float, the Elsa float, will be there uh, every day as well. Uh, a lot of music. Obviously, Olaf had his own float as well. And again, I really am more of an observer sometimes of the guests, even more so than I am of uh, the, the the shows themselves. I was live broadcasting it today. But I like watching the reactions of the kids, and more importantly, the adults as well. And there was a lot of smiles. There was a lot of people singing and clapping along, a lot of pictures being taken. So that's how I sort of gauge what uh, the response was. From there, we uh, we went over to Olaf's Summer Cooldown. Now, this is something new that they've never had before. This takes place uh, at the event stage in place of the old hat, right in front of the uh, soon-to-be-revealed, once again, Chinese theater. The stage is temporary. A lot of people are asking me today if it's a permanent thing. It is there temporarily, but they do a really neat... Um, stage show, and I'm, I'm hesitant to almost call it a show because I think really it's more of an interactive experience. Olaf, who is sort of this ambassador of what they're calling Hollywoodland, 
which made me wonder if that's maybe a nod to what the name of Hollywood Studios may become in the future. It could just be how they're referring to it now. He comes out and really does sort of a sing-along, dance-along party. And despite the fact that it was 119 degrees with 87% humidity today, that's a bit of an exaggeration. It was only about 106 degrees. Um, everybody was dancing and they were singing and there was beach balls flying around. So it was really a fun experience. And at the end, you get a blast of snow and, and I stood right by the... Uh, giant Freon tube, so I had a blast of uh, really cold air. But again, it was one of those things, and I talked to some guests, and I talked to some other people who were there, that really was just kind of plain fun. You don't need to queue up for it. It takes place probably four or five times. If you look at the Times Guide, I think it takes place four or five times uh, throughout the day. It's 11.30, 12.30, 2.30, 3.30, 4.30, 30. so that's one, two, three, four, five, six times throughout the day. There's a really great Olaf on stage that articulates and mouths moves and eyes move and it's very, very cool and uh, it's a lot of fun, you know, and I think that's the thing. It's just a, um, it's sort of a little mini dance party as opposed to the dance party that takes place at night, which is the coolest summer ever dance party with DJ Chill and other Disney characters. Um, you can also, and the neat thing they do about that, and again, tonight's the first night so I haven't seen it, but the neat thing they do is they really want guests to be involved. So there's a special hashtag where you can share song requests and post photos over social media that like they were doing during the summer cooldown, they put up on the big screen. So it was neat to see people who I was standing there finding their photos with their hashtags that they had taken just moments before. They really are integrating the use of social media, making the guests become an interactive participant in the show as opposed to just a passive observer. That's the trend and that's the thing that I see going on that I like. If you're going to use your phone and you are going to be doing social media stuff, it's neat that you'll be able to see it right up there in the parks. Uh, from there, we went to the first time in forever, the Frozen sing-along celebration. Now, that used to be over at the old... Um, it used to be at the old Premier Theater uh, in the back section at the end of, of uh, by Streets of America there. It's now in the Hyperion Theater, which is the old Superstar Theater. You may have known it as the American Idol Experience Theater. Um, and what they've done is they've brought this show and they've made it bigger, more permanent, a lot more grander. I will tell you honestly, the first time I saw the Frozen sing-along was only about two months ago. And I was expecting it to be something very different than what it really is. I was expecting it to be sort of a karaoke, words up on the screen, everybody just sing along, three or four songs, end and let it go, and then make your way out. It is something very, very different than that. And that was the nice surprise because it really is a bit of a show. And they bring out the royal historians of Arendelle. And I can tell you, these two comedians, performers, actors, actresses, make the, they actually steal the show, in my opinion, from Anna and Elsa and Olaf and Kristoff and everyone else who appears on stage because they are so witty, they are so funny, their timing and the rapport is just excellent. I did a quick little interview with them today. Maybe I'll post up on Facebook or, uh, or YouTube tomorrow. But there's a lot of brand new in-theater effects uh, beyond just snow. There's a lot of projections. There's lighting, other special effects. I don't want to tell you too much. I don't want to ruin it for you. But I really, really like the show. And again, I was watching the kids. And I don't just mean the little girls dressed in their Elsa outfits, but little kids and boys were getting up and they're moving their hands and they're singing and they're cheering and moms and dads are doing it as well. And I talked to guests again afterwards afterwards. 
and they love it, you know? And look, you might say that there's too much frozen in the parks or you think it's being overdone or you think that... I'm going to tell you that today, tonight and today or however many times it was, 1,100 people lined up in the heat and crammed into that theater and every single one that I saw was singing along and dancing. And as you get, if you sit farther forward in the theater, you can really hear the voices of the people behind you almost overwhelming the sounds that are coming out of the speakers. And that is what a sing-along is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun and funny and enjoyable and kids and adults should enjoy it. And I will tell you, the Frozen sing-along is something I thought I would not like. It's something that when I go back to the studios, that would be the thing that I want to go and see most. That was actually the thing that I really, really uh, enjoyed enjoyed uh, most of the things that I saw today. There's other stuff going on, too. Uh, there's also uh, the animated short film Frozen Fever is also going to show with a behind-the-scenes look at the making of the film at the ABC Sound Studio also through September 7th. Um, that's going to run twice each hour starting at 10 o'clock in the morning. I didn't get a chance to see that today. As you can tell by the sunburn on my face, I got pretty burnt and was not able to stay there because I had to come home and see you guys. And then at the at the end of the evening, Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, Olaf appear on the event stage to do an amazing fireworks display. Now, I saw it last year. I also saw a special event version of the fireworks. My understanding is that they've made it bigger wider, taller, grander, and a lot more. And again, the word that I keep using for the things I saw today was just a lot more fun. So there is a lot going on. As you can see, they have special park maps and times guides. I hope you guys can see it all. Um, and the times guides are actually really neat because it has the show times not just for all the Frozen events, but everything else that's going on. And yes, there are Frozen-inspired beverages uh, including the Summerberry Margarita and the Blue Dream. I sense a research trip in my future. And the freshly baked Olaf cupcake, carrot cake with cream cheese icing, a white chocolate Olaf. It was on my, I think that was the very first snack of the week video that I did. So if you go to youtube.com slash Radio, you can find um, that as my snack of the week. I ate the whole thing. And yes, it was delicious and healthy because it's made from Olaf's nose, which is uh, a carrot. I don't need a map. I was just looking at the uh, at the Times Guide, and I was looking at the map that they were giving out to see if it had changed anything. What they did in the map, as you can see, is they added a little section up on top, which gives you a handy guide to some of the frozen summer fun offerings. Yes, I actually know my way around Hollywood Studios. So, um, again, boiling the whole thing down to one word, I think it's just plain fun. And look... Uh, you know, especially on places like Twitter, and I'm not going to rant about Twitter and people's keyboard courage and, and anger about so many things on Twitter, but whether it's Frozen in Norway or Frozen in the studios or Anna and Elsa in Magic Kingdom, which I think can all coexist at the same time, right? And it's not the first time. Remember Lion King. Lion King at one point coexisted in multiple parks, including Magic Kingdom, at the same time. Nobody said Lion King doesn't belong in Fantasyland, but that's where one of the shows was. I believe these all can exist at the same time. We'll talk about the attraction at another time, but I will tell you that clearly, you know, it is what it is. Whether it's your favorite film or not, there are still literally hundreds of thousands or millions of people that are flocking to these parks because they or their kids or both simply enjoy 
the fun and the music and the characters or whatever it may be that Frozen brings them. You may have felt that same way about Little Mermaid or Lion King or Aladdin or Fantasia or Pinocchio when you first saw it or whatever it may be, but Frozen is still a thing and it's bringing people to the parks. It's bringing people enjoyment. At the, at the end of the day, man, that is what this is all about, right? We talk about story and how important story is, but what does Disney, what are they trying to do? What's the mission, the ultimate goal that every single cast member has? It's simple, three words, make people happy. And today at the Frozen Summer, event, fun, summer fun events, that's what I saw. I saw a lot of people who were just happy about the things that they were seeing and the things that Disney was offering. And I applaud them for that because they are giving the people what they want. I was pleasantly surprised. I think even if you are a bit skeptical, go to the parks one day, try out all the frozen stuff, not just including the cupcakes and the drinks. And I would love to know what you think, not before you've seen it, but after you've experienced it firsthand, because maybe you, like me, might be pleasantly surprised at what you see. You never know. You might even find yourself singing along as well. After you've seen it, or you want to share your thoughts, tweet me at Lou Mangiello, facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. If you want to yell at me or agree with me or disagree with me, call the voicemail, 407-900-9391. Tell me what you think about the Frozen Summer Fun events. Have you seen it? What do you like? What do you not like? Do you want to see even more? Because more is coming. And, uh, and to that point, I think you should go and enjoy Hollywood Studios in its current state because I think, I'm not saying anything out of, I think the handwriting's on the wall. The studios, whatever name it's going to be called in the future, Hollywood Land is going to undergo some major, major changes in the future. That is what excites me most. It's not about what we know that's coming. It's about what we don't know that's coming. So I want to thank you guys all of who joined me on Periscope today from the parks will definitely keep on doing that as well. Uh, other times I go and visit the parks, just stay tuned to Periscope. If you're not following me there, I'm at Lou Mangiello on Twitter. You'll get notifications of my live broadcast from Periscope. If you're not watching live tonight, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to the audio on iTunes, please join me every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, right here at WW Radio Live. I'm also going to live Periscope at the same time, and you can also watch via the Ustream app on your mobile device, on your Roku, a lot of other uh, set-top devices as well. Don't forget, too, that Tomorrowland is now available. You can go to www.radio.com slash Tomorrowland. To let me take you with me on a virtual two-hour walking tour of Tomorrowland, it is the seventh and final in the Magic Kingdom series of audio walking tours. The CDs are two discs, limited to 500. They are almost sold out. You can also get it as a direct download. And I want to thank all of you who are in the box and on Periscope who are part of WW Radio Nation. Thank you for your help and support. Got a lot of cool things I'm going to be sending out to you guys, including scavenger hunts and logo gear and backpacks and a few other surprises as well. Uh, that's going to do it for me tonight. I am, of course, Lou Mangiello. You guys are my friends, whether you have met yet or not. Thank you again for taking the time to tune in tonight on Periscope and in the box. So until next time, until next week, see ya. I was going to say let it go, but that would have been just too...